as schools across America near the end of the academic year. More shots fired, additional shots fired. It has happened again. The recognizable dispatch audio. They're having a shooting at the high school, have an officer down, shooter not in custody. This is the 22nd school shooting this year where someone was killed or injured. The suspect, 17-year-old Demetrius Pogorchis, in jail tonight. The familiar images of loved ones clinging to one another. I've always kind of felt like eventually it was going to happen here too. I wasn't surprised, I was just scared. This time in the small town of Santa Fe, Texas, located just 30 miles southeast of Houston. I didn't know what to think. I shouldn't be going through this at my school. Like this is my daily life. I shouldn't have to feel like that. And I feel scared to even go back. It was nothing I would ever want another person to have to see. It was horrible. 10 people are dead, nine students and a teacher's aide. At least 10 others wounded after a gunman opened fire in Santa Fe High School. The reason I see that this keeps happening and we can expect it to keep happening is because our schools are not protected in the way that it should be. Should be, should be, should be, should be. What's going on, young world? It's Radio Rashid, and you're tuning in to another episode of Behind the Music, the podcast. Unfortunately, there's more gun violence. Unfortunately, I have to start another podcast with disturbing news that there is another high school shooting there's another there's another group of kids that's not going to live to see their dreams through whose family are going to have to grieve again and this is where people become numb But this is where we need reform more than ever. It seemed not too long ago that I put out an episode about gun laws and gun reform, and it's it's happening again. And sadly to say, this is something that's going to keep happening. If you go back to my episode, 12 you know that was that was just two three episodes ago and unfortunately I'm sorry I have to start out the episode this way again but you know I have this platform I have this voice um, and I feel it's my duty to say something um, hopefully There'll be some sort of reform soon. Hopefully an immediate suggestion, putting metal detectors up around all high schools in the United States, not just the ones in the urban community, because unfortunately this isn't happening in the urban community. And you could take it how you want, but this is not happening in the urban community. 
Um, I just thought that I opened up the show that way. I think that we should reach out to our local governments and start there, our local legislation and start there. Petition, protest, and figure out a way where we could maybe not put an end to all this death and murder immediately, but put something in place to where we can make a difference. And I'm calling on the NRA to wake up, you know, just to wake up. Um, In this episode, we are actually going to, we're going to do something that we did before. And it was episode eight was a blast from the present's past. This is episode 15, and this is going to be a blast from the present's past, part duh, part two. Um, we're going to liven this up, and we're going to start this out with letting you know a little bit about sports before we get into the episodes. Um, right now, the Cavs are down 2-0 to the Boston Celtics. And for some reason, I don't feel the Cavs are out of it. I feel that they're still in it. Boston does not do well winning on the road. And I feel that they will drop the next two games. If the Cavs could finally get one on the road back in Boston, I think the Cavs could do it. If not... I still think LeBron James will be in Cleveland next year. They'll make a bunch of trades, acquire different players. I don't think he's going anywhere. There's been a lot of talk about him going to Philly, which won't work because they're working on Ben Simmons being their point guard. And we all know LeBron James likes to bring the ball up. There's been talk about LeBron James going to Houston, which possibly could work but they're going to have to restructure a lot of deals and it's gonna mess up their chemistry and I honestly think that Houston could beat the Warriors so if you're not familiar right now we're in the NBA uh, playoffs we're in the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals right now Houston and the Warriors are tied one game apiece the Warriors stole one at Houston's home And we're about to see if Houston could win a back-to-back one in the Warriors' home. I think Houston can do it. Um, Of course, you know, the Warriors are the champions from last year. Of course, they have what they call the the Death Five or the Hampton Five or the Death Squad. But I think the Houston Rockets can do it. They're really putting a lot of pressure on Steph Curry. Kevin Durant, he is who he is. He's still balling out of control with like 40 a game. But it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm going to give you guys a date. Uh, This is the week of May 13th. So we're we're going to we're going to see what happens. And we're going to touch base back on the week of the 20th to see where we are in the NBA. Just a little bit of sports for you guys out there. And shout out to my Yankees. I went to go see the Yankees the other day. They lost, but Yankees are, are doing their damn thing. It's getting me into baseball a lot earlier. 
I'm one of those fake baseball fans who only watches baseball once the playoff comes around. But I find myself watching the Yankees here and there way before the playoffs because they have an incredible lineup, an incredible team. So shout out to the New York Yankees. Um, so we're, we're going to dive in. We're going to dive in. Now, what prompted this episode of Blast from the Presence... Let me, let me get my title right. What prompted this episode of Blast from the Presence Past is the reemergence of particular artists that I grew up with. And I'm going to save the best for last, but you're going to see where I'm going. I'm going to just play you guys a short clip. Sunday, May 16th, 1999. Welcome to Live MTV. The Backstreet Boys live today, and what an amazing sight it is here at our Times Square studio. I'm Carson Daly. Welcome to the show. Unbelievable how many people have come out. Outside is incredible. We've got an amazing studio audience here. And we've got the next two hours with the Backstreet Boys. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. I know my 90s babies felt that one. I know my 90s babies felt that one. Listen, I'm 30 years old. When and and let me let me break it down for you. There used to be this show called TRL. It was a show where I came home from school every day and couldn't wait till to turn to MTV and see Times Square lit up with people, fans just yelling, going crazy to see artists. Whether it was Eminem, Limp Biscuit, Corn, uh, even the artist instrumental that you hear in the background, Christina Aguilera's Genie in the Bottle when she debuted on TRL. That's you guys see where I'm going with this? This blast from the presence past is people that have been in my life. And you know, a lot of people have counted them out when I was younger till now. These people have been at it for decades. Decades, and they're still doing it. Um, as I digress, let me go back. Total Request Live, TRL, the clip that I just played you, you heard the voice of Carson Daly. He was announcing the arrival of Backstreet Boys. That's when Backstreet uh, had, I believe, Millennial Album uh, coming out. And um, the fans going absolute crazy. This is when there was albums to purchase. This is when there were CDs to purchase, release dates, music videos, where MTV actually had music. I believe the only uh, reality-type shows were like Road Rules and The Real World. Um, they had the uh, Spring Vacation episodes on MTV. 
but in specifically TRL hosted by Carson Daly uh, was about a 45 or 48 minute show that's actually back out right now and, and props to MTV and props to TRL for for reviving the series and, and trying to stick true to music television if you didn't know you i'm not surprised that you don't know mtv stands for music television but sadly they've lost their way and they're trying to regain you know the authentic authenticity back um but anyway um it was canceled in 2008 september 15 it started 1998 and one of the artists that was the structure, the foundation of TRL was Christina Aguilera. I remember Britney Spears was out and this girl came, almost felt like to challenge her throne. And she was sexy, she was Latin, and she came through hard. Now, what I'm not going to do is play you the Genie in the Bottle song. If you don't know Genie in the Bottle, you've lived under a rock, and maybe that should be your homework. But I'm going to give you a little briefing on Christina Aguilera. She was born in 1980, seven years before me. And um, she was in the Mickey Mouse Club, which uh, had a lot of young stars uh, on that show. She was in uh, Star Search. Uh, she's done plenty of movies. Uh, the particular song that's in the background, Genie in the Bottle, was kind of her claim to fame um, in 1999. How many years ago is that? 99, 2000, we're in 2018. It's like 19 years. Gosh. Um, you know, and she's back. Now, this episode is a little tricky because... It's not like the last episode blast from the presence past where it's like where I, I, I featured 112 and, and we kind of haven't heard from 112 in a while. Like we heard from a couple of artists like Slim. Christina Aguilar is one of those artists that has actually been, you know, pretty relevant, um, pretty, you know, recent in her work. Uh, the last work she had was six years ago, though, was the album Lotus. And before that. Um, was 2010's Bionic. And unfortunately, she really didn't get the record sales or didn't get the acclaim that, you know, she's used to. So uh, before that was her 2006 Back to Basics album, which was amazing. However, she is back with the new album called Liberation. It's her eighth studio album. She's the first artist that we're going to feature on this blast from the presence past uh, because she is a past artist who's now here in the present, blessing us with new music. Um, the album Liberation is scheduled to debut June 15, 2018 through RCA Records. Um, it features producers and songwriters uh, like Pharrell, uh, Linda Perry. In my last episode, I let you know that she's been working with Kanye West, Mike Dean, who's a heavy Kanye West uh, co-producer and uh, I guess co-writer as well. Um, she has Two Chains and Ty Dolla Sign on the album, which is actually the song that we're going to play today. So we're going to jump right into it. 
Um, the song that I want to play for you guys is called Accelerate. It's, I believe, the lead single. It features Ty Dolla Sign and 2 Chains. It was released May 3rd, so it's crazy new. She's followed up that single with Fall In Line with Demi Lovato, which is another dope song and another third single. Uh, well, kind of promotional called Twice. So let's dive right into it. Um, this song is called Accelerate. Uh, this song here is kind of like a hip hop type of feel to it. She's on the label RCA. Of course, the songwriters are Kanye West, Mike Dean, Christina Aguilera, just to name a few. Uh, the producers are Kanye West, Mike Dean, Pope, um, Honorable, CNOTE, just to name a few. And I think the song goes hard. Let's listen to it. It's called Accelerate, the first artist, first track in today's episode, Blast from the Presence Past. Behind the Music the Podcast. Let's go. Accelerate, come on back, pick, pick up, up your speed, speed baby. Stamina, 
to go get a ring pop or something uh fruit roll up fuck around get a lunchables up in here you know shout out to christina aguilera listen man she was dope she was very much a part of the 90s culture a lot of people try to count her out like she wasn't out here winning like christina aguilera was definitely definitely winning and, you know, hopefully she'll continue to reign. She has an incredible voice. Um, she has had incredible success. Um, she's been nominated for Golden Globes. Um, if you don't remember, you know, she was definitely on a lot of soundtracks. Uh, so shout out to Christina Aguilera. Now... What's in the background now is Jennifer Lopez's Jennifer Lopez's If You Have My Love. Which leads me into Jennifer Lopez, another blast from the presence past artist. She's back. And this is why this episode is really different because she's another artist that never really left. Um, Jennifer Lopez has has been around. She's been relevant, but she's another artist that entered into the music game around 1999. Um, another Latin artist, and she was born even earlier. 1969 is uh, is when Jennifer Lopez was born. Uh, if you remember her in 1991, she was a fly girl in a living color. Um, I think she really took off when she played the role of Selena in Selena's biopic in 1997, where she received the Golden Globe nomination. And she really got into music in 1999. She had a debut album on the six and she worked with Rodney Jerkins. Uh, she worked with Dark Child. So... The instrumental you hear in the background is If You Have My Love. However, not a lot of people has heard this. It's the Dark Child remix of If You Have My Love. 
So Dark Child is responsible for a lot of the 90, I guess, kind of, I don't want to say corny music, but there's definitely a type of sound that he has. Like, you know, you know a Dr. Dre beat, you know a Timbaland beat, you know a Dark Child beat. Um, Dark Child is Rodney Jerkins. He's a producer, he's a songwriter, and do your homework. I have to do an episode on Rodney Jerkins alone. He is responsible for a lot of R&B and hip-hop that we've heard. But as I digress, um, Jennifer Lopez debuted in 1999 along with the last artist we heard, Christina Aguilera, with her album, On the Six. Um, of course, it had production from Rodney Jerkins, a.k.a. Dark Child, Corey Ronnie, uh, Dan Shea, who was her boyfriend at the time, and P. Diddy, of course. Um, if You Had My Love was the first single um, from the On The Six, and she was signed to Sony Music Studios. Uh, this record, it was released in 1999. Um, it was recorded in 98. It was on a 12-inch. It was on CD and cassette. Um, if You Have My Love, you know, went to the Hot 100 for five weeks. Um, it was just another sexy Latin artist who gave us pop music at its finest. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, of course, is going to get a Behind the Music podcast for her own. But this is just touching on the music that she had to offer and the music that she's actually offering us now. Which brings me to her current track. Now, if you guys know, uh, she is coming back out. Um, she has had a Las Vegas, Las Vegas uh, residency. Uh, what that is, so this is what, what happened. Las Vegas has these residencies where a lot of artists who are older now, who have been in the game for a long time, who solidified in the game as legends, they have these shows. So she definitely has a Las Vegas residency where they pay her a bunch of money for a, a certain amount of shows that she has to perform. And it's at the Zappos Theater in Las Vegas. Um, I think that she is going to start playing one of her newer songs. And that's why I bring her up today as the second artist on Behind the Music's Blast from the Presence Past. She has a new song out right now uh, with Cardi B. Now, it features Cardi B and DJ Khaled and is called Dinero. Now, J-Lo has been here. She's never really left. Whether it was acting, um, she's been putting out a lot of Spanish uh language songs so I think what happened is maybe she hasn't been getting the coverage or the spotlight that one would say she may deserve but um, I think she hit the nail on the head 
with this new song called Dinero. Um, it features, again, uh, DJ Khaled, and it features um, Cardi B. And the song goes off. I'm not, I'm not going to even lie to you. The, the song goes off. I heard it. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I, because I, it's like I, I tried to ignore it. But if you don't know, Cardi B is one of the hottest artists right, right now. So for her to strategically or, or her team strategically to get um, one of the hottest, hottest female rappers right now and one of the hottest producers right now, DJ Khaled, I think was genius. Um, the song is written by Charles Anderson and Tommy Brown. Um, among other writers. Um, it's produced uh, by Tommy Brown, DJ Khaled, uh, Mahambi, and Yee. And of course, features uh, Cardi B. And this song was released in digital download and streaming form May 17, 2018. And it's in English and Spanish. So it's a really, really, really new song. And one of the reasons I like doing this podcast is because it's so surprising when you start to read like the wiki pages and the facts on the songs. It's so crazy how you see when a song was released on 12 inch cassette and CD to uh, it's just ready for a digital download. And what some artists are doing is they say, you know what, I'm not going to put and, and what record labels are doing because this this song is actually um, on um, Epic Records. What some record labels are, are doing are saying, we're not going to put the money into pressing an album or a vinyl, but what we will do is I'll have the artist sign it, and if you really want it, pay a little more for it, and then we'll press it for you. Because it takes next to nothing to release it digitally and just have you download it. Um, I told you that the guy, that this record is released on Epic Records and it's also released on New Yorican Production, which is a production company founded by Jennifer Lopez and Benny Medina. So we're going to get right into it for time's sakes. No, I did not play If You Have My Love. I need you guys to do your homework and listen to that. But we're going to jump right into J-Lo's new record, Dinero. Behind the Music, the podcast. Let's take a listen. Hot 
talk, yeah, back it up. Holla at that if you acting up. You ain't got that, you can't sit with us. Yeah. Design the frames, make you double take. Band and Andy on a double day. Grand just hit me, city on the way. Too. I'm going to let you know right now 
growing up, I wasn't a huge Backstreet Boys fan. I'm actually a bigger NSYNC fan, a bigger Justin Timberlake fan. But to me, AJ always held the Backstreet Boys down. And Nick Carter was dope as well. Um, But NSYNC was my group. However, I had to do this episode mainly because Backstreet is back with a banger. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I played this song maybe five times in a row. And before I tell you what song that I'm going to play, I'm going to talk about the uh, instrumental that's in the background. It's from Backstreet Boys Millennium album. And that little sound clip that I played you earlier, I believe that's when Backstreet Boys was on TRL. And I believe it was like a two-hour episode and they were debuting their Millennium album. I Want It That Way is such a big song. It was released in 1999, just along with J-Lo, Christina Aguilera. So you can understand the wave that was happening in pop music. It was huge. Backstreet Boys, the crowd that they would draw at TRL and Times Square, New York City was crazy. Uh, it debuted on Jive label. Max Martin was the songwriter. Max Martin was the producer, along with uh, Christiane London. Another songwriter on it was Andreas Carlison. And I'm sorry if I'm botching these names, probably are. This song was nominated for three Grammys, including Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Um, I Want It That Way is one of their biggest tunes ever. Are you guys hearing how the records are being mixed? How light and clear and wide they were mixed back in the day? Like, it's incredible to hear this. This was recorded in 1998 in Stockholm at Sharon Studio, and it was released on a CD um, on April 12th and it was a b-side so um, it was my heart stays with you and I'll be there um, I'll be there for you uh, please do your homework look up I want it that way by Backstreet Boys and just listen to the mix listen to the clarity listen to the leveling listen to the dynamics it's not too heavily compressed this this is around the era where we started to get a lot of compression so so a lot of real authentic old school music record uh, uh mixers and engineers they kind of hate this time in in music and where it went because this is where compression was heavy especially on a lot of britney spears music and do not get me going on britney spears if you know me you know I'm going to stand for some Britney Spears. But as I digress, we're talking about the Backstreet Boys. And while we're here today, um, the song that I want to play for you guys is called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Now, it's not the song that you might be saying, Quit playing games with my heart, with my heart. Chill, chill, chill. It's not that. It's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. There's a video out now, and I'm sure they're going to be playing this song on their residency in uh, Las Vegas. 
Uh, the video is dope if you want to check it out. These guys have been working extremely hard on their comeback. And the song, the song's amazing. To me, anyway. So we're actually going to ride out uh, to the new single by Backstreet Boys, um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Uh, I believe it dropped May 17th. They signed a new deal with RCA Records. And it's 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 just an, an incredible, incredible track. Um, the song is so new that there's not much information on it. Uh, but I do have some. Shout out to Tidal. Tidal, your staff does a very good job at giving us information when you click on the album cover. It shows you recording engineer and it gives you a bunch of information i guess they get that information if the record label or the people or the the parties involved um, is willing to give it to title um i do have a title subscription unfortunately i don't have apple music anymore so a lot of my playlists and my earlier episodes aren't there anymore but check me out Behind the Music, the podcast on Instagram. Um, you can DM me. I can get you over playlists. I can get you over songs. Um, if you do have a title subscription, I can give you the playlist on these episodes. Um, digressing again. Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Backstreet Boys. The recording engineer is Stuart Kreitchen and Jamie Hartman. Uh, he's also on the bass. Jamie, that is. Uh, it's uh, produced by Stuart Kreitchen as well and Jamie Hartman. And it was mixed by Serban G. Nia. Probably butchering that. It is written by Stephen Rebel, Jamie Hartman, and again, Stuart Kreitchen. Guys, remember, young world, the world is yours. Please, let's ride out to this Backstreet Boys tune together. It is called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Let's support our 90s artists because, to be frankly, not a lot of good music going on out here. So when they do come back with some bangers, we got to show them the support. Again, young world, the world is yours. Peace and love. God bless. Did I finally find me a river that could lead me out to the ocean? Cause I've only ever known the kind of love that leaves you battered and broken So forgive me for my mixed emotions Yeah, yeah I'm not that kind of person who can fall in and out of love with you That's not what love's supposed to do